Mountain Manor, Chapter 1, Part 4. What's going to happen? I don't know. I'm just reading. I awoke, not to the sun through the blinds or an annoying alarm clock, not to a soothing voice of a friend or family member, or because my bladder was full. I awoke to a scream. A very womanly scream, though as if it came from the mouth of a man. I was in bed, and alas, not alone. Another woman lay next to me, her breathing steady, her face calm. She had not yet woken. Why was I awake? Who was she? Why am I? All thoughts rushed into my head. I looked at my surroundings. I was in a king-sized bed, four bedposts, and curtains, ones used before heaters, several blank paintings hung on the wall, a mirror where I took a look at my face, and then there were two normal paintings, one of me and one of the woman in bed. She was particularly fair, her hair was a light blonde, her features were smooth, and her lips were a bright red. In the painting, she was wearing a red dress to match her lips. In bed, she was wearing a nightgown. In the portrait of myself, I wore a suit and held a metal cane. I had a monocle, and my big black handlebar mustache was perfectly groomed. It was no doubt that this man was rich, be it me or someone else, though evidence did point to me for having the exact same face. Then I thought I must have amnesia, and best wake the girl so she can explain, though it very much hinted she was my wife. I shook her wig. She jolted up and looked at me with fear. Who are you? she said. She jumped out of bed and ran to the edge of the room. She looked at the desk next to her and grabbed a pencil, hoping it would defend her. Where am I? she demanded. You don't know. I thought you lived here. I pointed at the paintings. She glanced quickly up, as though to make sure I wasn't distracting her. She looked back. Then the realization set in. She examined the painting again, slowly lowering the pencil. That's... Me. She pointed at the portrait of herself in disbelief and to the mirror. She inspected her face, waving to see if that was really her reflection. I don't know who I am. Her face was struck with disbelief. I don't either. I stepped out of bed, standing and taking in the room. It was when I took my first step forward that I fell to the ground. I noticed the same cane that was in the painting was beside my bed. I crawled my way over and heaved myself up onto the bed. I grabbed the cane and was then able to stand up. Enjoying Mountain Manor? Find out what happens next after this quick commercial break. Listeners like you make this book possible. Hello, I'm an American man with a near American name. And I have American product just for American you. Introducing American Coca-Cola. Not off-brand Coca-Cola for sale at half American dollar price. Get now for half of half American dollar price. For free. Thank you for listening to that short ad. And now for more Mountain Manor. I saw two large doors that must lead out of the room. I limped forward to the doorway. I opened the door slightly. Two envelopes fell. They must have been stuck in the doors, I thought to myself. Each of them were labeled 
Victoria and Theodore. I must be Theodore, and she is Victoria. I walked over and gave her one of the letters. I think this is for you, I said. She took it and whispered the word Victoria to herself. She opened her letter, and so did I. Mine read this. Dear Theodore Brown, welcome to my home, Mountain Manor. I am your host, and as the host, I will treat you with hospitality. As a guest, I expect you to return it. Play my game. You might notice you have a lack of personality. I have taken your personality to make sure you do not mess with my game. You are probably tempted to leave the manor, but I can assure you that that is a bad idea. For only death awaits outside. You are not alone in this large mansion. A few faces and maybe friends, but also enemies. Talk together. Try to figure out what you can. Then I will announce the first event. Your host, T. I looked out the two windows, a hedge maze going on forever, until reaching a different kind of maze. A forest. A very dead forest filled with bent trees, the ones that were depicted as alive and evil. I saw a bobbing hood head over the hedges. It seemed to be moving towards me. This was good. Someone else. I had a while before they would be in the area close enough to see me, so I turned to Victoria. I then asked, What did your note say? She handed the letter to me. Her eyes wide. I gave her mine. Her letter was very much the same. Her name, though, was Victoria Brown. Brown. My last name. This meant we had to be related in some way. A sign of trust. Below it, welcomed her to the manor. It was talking about how not to leave the house and to play the game. How she was missing her memories, but still had knowledge. But her letter was a lot more threatening than mine. The last few lines on the letter said this. You will either die in the first five minutes or succeed and be able to leave. So enjoy your stay. I was scared. We had to get out of here. A mansion like this has to have some sort of secret passage under the grounds. I looked out the windows to see a skeleton staring at us. He was wearing a cloak and dragging a scythe. I didn't want to scare the lady anymore, so I told her to follow me, so as to make sure she would not look back. I opened the door, and we snuck down a long hallway, hoping to escape, hoping for even hope. For we had to escape alive so we could warn others, and if we didn't, I had a feeling we wouldn't be the last ones to go through this horrifying experience. Mm -hmm.